Hello and welcome to the Old Time Radio Forever broadcast. I'm your host, Matt Perry. Join us weekly as we explore the golden era of American radio through the dramas, westerns, mysteries, and comedies that shaped the golden age. Be sure to give us a thumbs up or a five-star review on all of the podcast directories that you may use. at 5 o'clock. Busters. Now, Gangbusters, presented in cooperation with police and federal law enforcement departments throughout the United States, the only national program that brings you authentic police case histories. WHRF and WRCN-FM proudly present Gangbusters, today's old-time radio feature, and today's old-time radio show will be brought to you by McCarvel Ford, Lane Leathers, and Stance Fashions. Gangbusters will begin right after this message. These days, American women are on the way up. They're moving out on the go. And the smart women are going to Stan's fashion discounts. Yes, discounts. 1800 Middle Country Road in Center Reach and Route 25A in Rocky Point can provide the modern woman with today's styles and prices too fantastic to pass up. Stan's has everything from A to Z in women's sportswear. Both stores offer the same great brand name merchandise. Names like Match 2, Offspring, Aline, Happy Legs, and Palo Alto. All at pocket-pleasing savings. Yes, Stan's Fashion Discounts brings you Suffolk's largest selection of tops and pants. And say credit's no problem at Stan's because all major credit cards are accepted. And they'll even accept cash. So women unite at Stan's Fashion Discounts, 1800 Middle Country Road in Center Reach. Open Thursday and Friday till 9, Saturday till 6. And Stan's on Route 25A in Rocky Point, next to the Tall Trees Country Club. Open every night till 9, Saturday till 6. That Sands Fashion Discounts, the place to go for every woman in the know. At Stan's Fashion Discounts, you can now get tops or shorts worth $5 free with any purchase for $20 or more. Gangbusters presents the case of the Tennessee Trigger Men, who are skilled at kidnapping and bank robbery, but who found their secret exposed by the glove compartment of a getaway car. Gangbusters has asked the Honorable Garner Robinson, Sheriff of Davidson County, Tennessee, to narrate by proxy tonight's case. Sheriff Robinson, before we begin tonight's case, I think the Gangbusters audience would like to know that later in the program, we will hear from the Des Moines young woman who recognized a dangerous fugitive from the description given on a Gangbusters clue and was responsible for his apprehension. I'm anxious to hear myself, Don Gardner. You know, the alertness of Gangbusters listeners in helping apprehend these fugitives is really amazing. It's a tremendous help to us law enforcement officers. Thank you, Sheriff Robinson. Now, I know that the Gangbusters case tonight involves a problem on which police officials must make frequent and difficult decisions. Well, how does tonight's case relate to this problem, Sheriff Robinson? According to our records, Don, the first pertinent event occurred earlier this year in the city of Flint, Michigan. About 10 o'clock one evening, a young woman opened the door to the hillside cafe, a bar. She stepped inside, closed the door, and looked around. 
After a moment, she walked through the crowd to a table in the corner where another woman, a few years older, sat alone. Got your bag packed? No, not yet, Stella. Well, don't stand there. Sit down. You want something to drink? Stella, what do you think? About what? About going. Give me a chance to get out of this town and I'm going. There's nothing here for me but misery. Well, I'm not so happy myself, you know. But your bag isn't packed. Uh, it's different with you. You've known Andy Moats a long time. You know the kind of fellow he is and everything. I haven't been out with Chuck, but only once. He thinks enough of you to ask you along, doesn't he? Sure, but... What's the matter? Don't you like him? He looks all right to me. Oh, I like him, I guess. I'm afraid... Afraid of what? Get wise to yourself, honey. You never get any place being afraid. Okay, here's your chance. Supposing he doesn't work like we want it to. Then we'll come back. What have we got to lose? Sure, you can say that. But if I leave, I've got to stay away. Worse than ever when I came back. You know something? Chuck's sort of a funny guy. I never noticed. I didn't like him at first. He looked so mean. He turned out all right, didn't he? Sure. But he still looks mean. Like it wouldn't take much to make him mad. I don't think you have to worry. Oh, gee. I'd sure like to go. Then why don't you? What are you debating? All right. All right, I will. Now you're thinking straight. Go on home and get packed. I'll call the boys and tell them we're ready. Uh, telephone, Chuck. Well, go on, answer. Look closer. Go on, will you? Yeah. Every time I sit down... Oh, it's a barber shop. You never stayed at a hotel with a barber shop. I'm looking forward to the day. Who is it? It's Stella. Hiya, baby. Chuck's there, huh? Yeah. How'd you make out? She'll go along. Okay, that solves everything. What's she saying, Moats? Lucy going with us? Just a second, Stella. Yeah, Lucy's going. Stella says so. Okay, make it snappy. We've got work to do. Yeah. Hello, Stella. i got to make it snappy. Hey, look, I'm telling you right now, honey, I don't like the idea. Mm, who does? If it don't work, it's no skin off my back. It'll be okay, baby. I'm going now to get Lucy. Where do we meet you? Hey, just a second. Hey, Chuck, she wants to know where to meet us. Tell her to get the black sedan off the lot. Get the black sedan off the lot, baby. Yeah. Drive out the old hollow road, wait at the spot I showed her. Drive out the old hollow road and wait at the spot Chuck showed you. Okay, what time? What time, Chuck? Uh, between midnight and a quarter after. Between midnight and a quarter after, baby. All right. We'll all be there. The sedan and Lucy... And Lucy's nursemaid. Oh, babe. Come on, will you? We gotta go, Stella. I'll see you. Come on, let's get moving. Hey, just a second, Chuck. Stella don't like the idea of Lucy. Well, that makes us even. I don't like the idea of Stella. Oh, Chuck, how can you say that? She's my baby. I leave her here. It's like cutting off my pitching arm. Look, we made a bargain. No Lucy, no Stella. Well, at least Stella is wise. She knows what's going on. She knows what we're after. But this Lucy's liable to be a problem. I think she'll be my problem. Come on. The guy closes the store in 20 minutes. Wait a minute, will you? When she starts asking questions, what are you going to say? What are you going to tell her? You're a traveling salesman or something? I'm not going to say a thing, and neither are you, and neither is Stella. We stick up this guy tonight, we throw him into the car, we take him along till we meet the girls, then we dump him. Let Lucy think what she wants. 
but the first crack out of you or out of Stella, and the whole deal's off. Is that straight? Why do you need a dang Is it straight? Yeah, it's straight. Okay. Now, let's go out and make some traveling expenses. Stella, they said a little after midnight. Hmm? How much after midnight is it? Are you sure they said the old hollow road here? It'll be along, Lucy. Don't worry. You want some music? These new models got good radios. No. I'd hate to have to go home now. I told you, they'd be here. Well, I hope so. You have any idea where we're going? I don't know. South, I guess. Why? What difference does it make? We're going. This is a funny place for them to meet us. What's the matter with back in town? Hey, look, honey, let's get something settled. If you're going to be a question box this whole trip, we got to come to an understanding right now. Oh, I'm sorry, Stella. But I'm kind wait, of... wait. Car. Is it them? I think so. Yeah. It's them. Who's that other man in the car with them? I don't know, honey. And I wouldn't ask. Why not? There you go with the questions again. And here's Chuck. Mac, glad to see him. I am glad. Hello, girls. Hello, Chuck. Well, sweetheart, you all set to travel? Sure. I guess so. Go on, Lucy. We'll ride in the back. Motor will drive. All right, Chuck. The suitcases are in the trunk, Chuck. Good. Yeah, that mm. guy will keep for a while, Chuck. Get in and drive. Okay. You're going to like this stuff, Lucy. I sure hope so. I'm going to show you the best time you ever had in your life. obtaining $2,000 in this midnight robbery in Flint, Michigan, Chuck Craig, Andy Motes, and their women companions headed south. The criminals anticipated new crimes, and the women looked forward to the adventure of travel. But all was soon to learn that a car racing bullets is anything but adventure. Introducing Lane Leathercraft, West Main Street in Riverhead, right next door to Carvel. The quaintest leather shop on the East End. The only place on the East End that offers quality leather supplies at moderate prices. Specializing in handcrafted belts of the finest quality leathers. Custom made while you wait. The most fantastic choice of belt buckles on Long Island. 
genuine replicas of 1890 Wells Fargo era. Nickel silver buckles at the lowest prices. Belts starting at just $3.50. Perhaps you'd like some Brazilian sandals for your poor tired feet at just $3.98. Or how about a peasant blouse? Custom-made candles that are the most unusual and unique candles you've ever seen. And, of course, the finest leather supplies on eastern Long Island. So come on down to Lane Leathers, West Main Street in Riverhead, right next to Carvel, for the finest in leather goods at the lowest prices. Now back to Gangbusters. You were telling us, Sheriff Robinson, that the criminals Chuck Craig and Andrew Motes pulled a $2,000 robbery in Flint, Michigan, then headed south in the company of the young women Stella and Lucy. That's right, Don. They drove leisurely through Indiana and Kentucky, carefully looking for hold-up victims. Finally, they arrived in Nashville, Tennessee, where one night the two couples went dancing at one of the largest nightclubs in the South. For Craig and Moats, the nightclubbing was not entirely for pleasure. They were looking the place over with a view towards staging a robbery there later. At the moment, the band had just finished a set of numbers. Waiting for Chuck and Lucy to return from the dance floor, Moats and Stella sat at their table. Right. So I'm complaining. What do you expect me to do? Ah, Stella, cut it out, will you? Oh, what does he think she is? A little angel or something? Lucy can't know this. Don't let Lucy find out that. You ask me, she knows more than the three of us put together, and she's just smart enough to make herself the center of the show. Look, there's only one thing to worry about. As long as she sticks around, Chuck says you can too. You gotta just... Okay, here they come. Hey, want you to dancing? No, honey. I don't get any pleasure out of having this ox walk all over me. Who's an ox? Did you get a chance to look around the place, Monsa? What kind of a chance? How long have we been here? We just spot, uh... Yeah, he's over at the bar. Good. Uh, look, uh, why don't you two girls go potty your nose, huh? Sure. Come on, Lucy. Oh, gee, I want to finish my drink. Come on, honey. Let's powder our nose. All right. We'll be back right away. Okay, Moats. See if we can catch the guy's eye. Yeah. Yeah, he got it. He's coming over. How much do you think we can get out of this joint, Moats? Chuck, look. What? Don't you think this Lucy business is going far enough? What do you mean, far enough? I mean, neither she's with us or she ain't. I can't go peeking around corners to see if she's there before I open my mouth. I like it the way it is. Yeah, but why tie ourselves down? Stella says Who she... cares what Stella says? What are you seeing, this Lucy? She's a blank. All right, she's a blank, but she's okay for me. I like him that way. Quiet, here he is. Hi, fellas. What's doing? Anything? What's in there, Monty? Oh, yeah, thanks. I didn't want to come over with the dames here. Well, uh, what about it? Nothing about it. I've been scouting around, see? I know this Nashville town... Know a lot of people. All right, so you know a lot of people. What about this joint? Steer clear of it. It's a bum deal. That'd be a cinch. You see, you ask my advice and you know everything. What's the matter with this place, Monty? Joint's always full of cops, city guys, deputies, you know. Lots of them come in for a good time when they're off. It's loaded with cops right now. Yeah? You'd never make it. Never in a million years. Okay. And we won't even try. Hmm, smart. Oh, we're running kind of low, Chuck. How about a bank? You got anything against banks? Mm, looks good. We're interested. This one, you've got no trouble. Yeah, if there's no trouble, there's no dough. Plenty, plenty of dough. Come here. 
No. Good Litchfield. You ever hear of Good Litchfield? No. Where's that? Not far in the county. The bank there. Cinch. Believe me, a cinch. I don't believe in cinches. Four people's tops. That's all you got to worry about. Four people. Oh, burglary alarm, yeah. One of them kind that rings downtown. Gives you plenty of time. You can handle a bank like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, look it over. Ten percent for the finger. Ten percent. I do. Well, I got to go. I got a date. Okay. Well, uh, look it over, huh? Look it over. We will, Monty. I'm seeing you around. How long do you have to be in a racket before you get that way? Don't worry about him. He knows this town. He's a handy guy to have around. Yeah, but what about this bank, Chuck? No banks are set up. Well, it sounds pretty good. If it looks as good as it sounds, we make it. Come on, to get it. Chuck, you have to pick the car after breakfast. The table's all set. Uh, we might as well wait for Maud. She'll be back any second. Oh, gee, I hope so. I'm stuck. <sighs> well, guess I'll go back in the cabin and tell Scott. Uh, wait a minute, Lucy. Yeah? Uh, go look in the glove compartment. You'll find another pair of pliers. Get them for me, will you, honey? Sure. Hey, where did Maud go? Get something to do. So early? Uh, this glove compartment? Is there another one? Oh, I want to be sure. You want... Oh. Well, bring me the pliers. I'm waiting. I can't, Chuck. What do you mean, you can't? I didn't know there were guns in there. I'm afraid to touch those guns. <laughs> guns won't bite you. What do you need them for? I didn't know you had any guns. Well, we do a lot of traveling, baby. We got to have them for protection. Oh. Now, you just forget about those guns and... Ah, that's not. Whose car's that? Where did he get it? But he uh, borrowed it from a friend in town. Uh, we got important business dates this morning. We need two cars. Oh. Now, you go on in and tell Stella we'll be ready for breakfast in a minute. Well, how do you like the new boss meat, huh? Hi, Lucy. Morning. Well, I'll tell Stella you're about ready. What's eating her? Nothing. Skip it. Don't you have any trouble? Hmm, kind of trouble. The garage door was open, the keys were in the ignition. I walked in and drove away. Okay. You know, Chuck, that burglar alarm in this job's got me worried. I'll let him hit the alarm. There won't be a cop closer than five minutes away. We can be out of there in two minutes flat. But remember, the bank's going to be no cinch for the two of us to handle. We've got to be on our toes from the second we pull up to the time we drive away. Well, let's go and have a bite. It's for me. I always work better on a full stomach. Yeah, they need plenty. We've got a plenty of a job on our hands. There goes Bell. No customers, great. Okay, everybody stay where you are. I'm to height. Shut up and you'll be okay. I don't want a word out of any of you. Keep quiet. Here comes a couple of customers I think. James, lead them. Okay, girls, keep quiet, quiet. Come in and shut the door. I'll walk over there with the rest of them. Go on, walk, will you? The way, keep it up and you won't get hurt. Get them all in the closet, I'll get the dough. Right. And fast, I think they touched off the alarm. Go on, walk, you two. 
Come on, Arian. Get over there. Get over there. Come on, in the clutch. Get in there. Come on, you guys. Make it snappy. Now, look in here. Get in there. Don't go. You two, go on. Now, all of you, keep quiet, or you'll see what's inside of a gun. Roll in, pal. Okay. How's it take? Good. Watch out, I'm coming over the rail. Come in. All right, let's get out of here. Take your time, walk to the car. They turn the alarm button, it'll be okay. Hold up the door. Looks all right on the street. Okay, open up. Much obliged, bank. Walk to the car. Looks like we're going to make it. Go on. Get it started. How much dough, Bob? Get it moving. Get it. Listen, cops, move. Fourteen gallons. Well, one of those shots must have hit the tank. Yeah. Hey, how about it? We can't stay here on the road. We're like sitting ducks. No. Come on. I could go back to that station for some gas. Don't be crazy. Take your coat off. What? Take it off. Okay. Now look. We separate and walk back to the cabin. Cops won't think anything of one guy alone and in shirt sleeves. Now you get back there as soon as you can, and then we'll pull out. Okay. Okay, now cut through the road. Hey, see these woods? We'll cut through there. You go that way, and I'll head through here. Just a minute. Let's split up the dough, just in case of a time. We haven't got time. I'll see you at the cat. I want the dough split up now. Look, do you want the dough or do you want to get nailed? I'll carry it back and we'll cut it up there. I'll get moving. Now back to Gangbusters. McCarville Ford is as McCarville Ford does. At McCarville Ford, McCarville Ford, we run a very simple business. McCarville Ford is as McCarville Ford does. You know, it doesn't matter what we say in our advertising if we don't live up to it in our showroom and in our service department. 
and we say you'll be agreeably surprised by our prices and by our consideration for your welfare as our customers. If you don't find this to be true, we'll buy airtime on this radio station for you to say so. Fair enough? The Carville Ford on Jericho Turnpike in Center Reach, one mile east of Smith Haven Mall. Sarah, hey, what's the matter with you? I don't know. I've got a funny feel. Ah, get packed. Do you know Chuck had a couple of guns in the golf compartment? No kidding. I went to look at them again after they left. They took the gun. Well, don't you worry your little head about it. Just get packed. Stella, what do they really do? For business, I mean. Look, who are you kidding? No, really. You put on this dumb act for three weeks now. Chuck can't see through you. I can. What do you mean? You're not so stupid. You don't know what's going on around you. Well, what's going on? Sure, you've got everything to gain. If you play dumb, you've got a good answer for the cops when the time comes. What has the police got to do with it? Honest to good. I don't understand. The boys are out sticking up a bank right now. As if you didn't know. Yeah, what? Hi. Oh, Chuck. We're in trouble. We've got to move fast. Where's Moats? He'll be along. Chuck, you didn't get you. I didn't what? She's kidding me. He didn't hold up any bank. Don't let her put anything over on you, Chuck. She knew all the time. How could she miss? I didn't, Chuck. I didn't. What's the idea, Stella? She didn't fool me a minute. It's a good thing I don't have time to go into this right now. Come on, let's get the stuff in the car. I'm staying right here. I'm not going anyplace. You're going to do what I tell you. I won't. I... All right, huh? get him up. Oh. Every window's covered. Okay, we won't try anything. Welcome to the sheriff's office. Your partner was right. Said you'd come back. We've been waiting for you. I didn't know anything about it until just this minute. That's right, copper. She's clean. Don't let her kid you. The kidding is over for all of you. From now on, it's all serious business. Come on. You can join your friend Moats in the lockup. Well, Don, that was how this gang of bank robbers was broken up only a few hours after they staged the holdup. Craig and Moats each received terms of 71 years, which they're now serving in the state prison at Nashville. But what about the girls, Stella and Lucy, Sheriff Robinson? In Stella's case, Don, the fact that she had guilty knowledge of what her companions were up to was quite obvious to John Cole and Jim Richardson, investigators for Attorney General J. Carlton Luther. She was sentenced to a term of one to five years, which she is now serving. With Lucy, it was a different matter. The criminals insisted they kept all knowledge of their activities from her. So she was released in custody of her parents and returned to Michigan. Well, thank you, Sheriff Robinson. And gangbusters, congratulations to the police officers who participated in the apprehension of these criminals. Now, as a special feature... Gangbusters presents an interview with the young woman who helped apprehend Kaz Robert Henderson, indicted for grand larceny in King County, state of Washington, whom she recognized from a gangbusters clue. And here she is from the studios of KRNT, ABC's outlet in Des Moines, Iowa. I'm Mrs. Ralph Cullender, age 24, and the wife of a doctor and World War II Air Corps veteran. And you recognized Kaz Robert Henderson, the fugitive wanted by Seattle authorities. Yes, I did, Mr. McCune. The crew on the Gangbusters program four weeks back said that Henderson had the letters True Love tattooed on the back of his fingers and that he might seek work as an electrician. Well, I was working for the Keith Electric Construction Company here in Des Moines. And Henderson actually walked into your office a week ago? Yes. 
and he asked for a job as an electrician, just as it said he might on gangbusters. Then he rested his hands on the office railing, and I saw the tattoo. I wanted to scream. But you didn't. No. I ushered him into the office of our vice president, Mr. Kyman, for an interview. I signaled Mr. Kyman to stall him there. While Mr. Kyman stalled him, I called the police. When Henderson walked out, he walked right into the arms of two detectives. Well, you were observant and cool-headed, Mrs. Cullender. I remember the point of the gangbuster's clue that affected me. The fact that Cass Robert Henderson might seek work as an electrician. On behalf of gangbusters, I congratulate you, Mrs. Cullender, and award you this check for $200. Thank you, Mr. McCune, and thanks to gangbusters. My husband and I can use the money. We're expecting a baby, and I'm leaving my job July 1st. Well, good luck, Mrs. Ralph Cullender. Now, this is Charles McEwen, transcribed from the studios of KRNT Des Moines, Iowa, switching you back to Gangbusters in New York. Tonight's case was dramatized by Stanley Niss and directed by William Sweets with Ted DeCorsha and Susan Douglas in leading roles. Don Gardner speaking. Gangbusters is a Phillips H. Lord production. Today's old-time radio show, Gangbusters, was brought to you by McCarville Ford, Lane Leathers, and Stan Flatt.